This is the result of your words, day 13. As always, this series is about showing you what happens when you spread bigotry online. Because it doesn't stay online. It influences people to do really bad things in real life. And you need to be aware of that. And my hope is that that will make you think twice before posting something inflammatory. And hopefully, you'll work more towards understanding and listening and real debates and conversations that don't end in hate speech. As always, this is just what I could find on Google. I'm sure there are incidents that are not getting in the news. But if you know an incident that you don't see me posting here, feel free to DM it to me on the picture app or email it to me. Today there are some updates and some new things. A lot today is international. And of course, before I start going through it, I'm not reading the articles. You can look them up yourself. And please let me know when I use a website that isn't as reputable as I think it is. Unfortunately, it's mostly right-wing websites that are talking about the Judenhass or Judeophobia. But if I can avoid using them, I'd really like to. B2 Bajrangi is not known to you if you're American, but there's a pretty good chance he is if you are Indian. From what I can tell, he runs what he calls a vigilante group against anyone in India who is not Hindu. So of course he has some really prize-winning statements to say about Muslims. And saying it violates his bail, so we'll see what happens with that. NYU got sued by three Jewish students for not taking Judeophobia seriously. And now they're creating a center for the study of Judeophobia. I think it's too little too late. Armenia has opened an investigation into the arson attack on the synagogue from yesterday. Hopefully they'll find out something before that group attacks again. Before I started this series, I made a post about an Israeli family that was threatened by a man with a knife in their house. He has now been charged. A Chicago professor justified the October 7th attack in a letter to students. And yes, I know this is Fox News. Unfortunately, they are the source for this story, and I can't do anything about that. A swastika was found in the bathroom of a school on Long Island. After Musk supported a Judeophobia trope, IBM has suspended its ads on Twitter. An anti-Israel group mapped Jewish organizations. Some of them are pro-Israeli government, some of them are pro-IDF, some of them are just Jewish. And it really doesn't matter. You don't do this. The man who hit Paul Kessler with the megaphone, probably accidentally, at the pro-Palestinian rally, turns out is a California professor and has been charged. Sawdust was supposed to speak at the APEC CEO summit this year, and then he sided with someone who supports Judeophobia, and he has now lost the job. Gidon Lev has left TikTok. He survived the Shoah, and the hate was so bad on this app that he had to leave. That should tell you something. An Indian Instagram page praised the unaliving of a family of four Muslims in Kataka. And an Indian actor and film producer got angry after seeing a Muslim family celebrating Diwali. And finally, what started as a resolution to support Israel and Jewish people ended as a resolution to support Jewish people, Muslim people, and Israel which did not go over well with three Democrats. But this article is extremely fascinating to see where people stand. A lot of Republicans will surprise you. In a good way. And that is today's mostly terrible news. As always, I hope that tomorrow I can't make this post. But if I do, then we have reached two weeks of this upsetting series. To all of us in need of healing. And may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.